You are listening to Serve, Protect, Lead, a podcast from the International Association of Chiefs of Police, where you will hear from ICP leadership and police leaders across the globe, sharing wisdom, insight, and perspective. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sarah Guy, and I'm a senior advisor at the IACP, and I am pleased to be joined today by IACP President Dwight Henninger. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Um, it has been an exciting year. Um, you've done so much, it's impossible to capture it all, but I want to uh, dig in a little bit to your year and um, also talk about Dallas, which is coming up really soon. So. As president, you've traveled a lot this year. Um, what are some of those memorable experiences? Well, the first three months were pretty quiet and, uh, you know, uh, the end of COVID restrictions. And uh, I can't tell you how many COVID tests I've had along the way, but uh, <laughs> starting in Cambodia, uh, you know, uh, probably the most memorable experience was uh, we met with the Homeland Security Investigations uh, person from uh, Cambodia, who was working there for the U.S. government, and he took us on a tuk-tuk tour of, of the city with four big guys in the back of this little motorcycle pulled tuk-tuk. It was pr pretty memorable, and when we got back to the hotel, it couldn't make it up the uh, the steep grade to the hotel, so we all had to get out and help, help, help him push him up. But, but that was probably the most fun thing. But, you know, in all seriousness, it's been really interesting to see the hard work people are doing around the world to build trust with their communities and really to do a, a good job for their citizens. And that's been really um, memorable to me and something that I, I will always cherish those opportunities to see what people are doing. I think, um, you know, you hit on trust and and that is such an important element of community police trust. And you've spoken a lot about that and um, through your leadership and, and that of the uh, other elected leaders in the IACP, um, you've instituted the trust building campaign. Do you wanna talk a little bit about that? Sure. So if we don't have the trust of our communities, um, wh no matter what the size of your agency is, you are not able to do policing. Just look to what Sir Robert Peel said. You know, we are part of the community. And so um, a lot of good work was uh, done um, after Ferguson. But in 2020 in the United States, we definitely saw that uh, that trust can be eroded very, very quickly. So myself and the next five uh, vice presidents who will be the incoming presidents of the ICP have all agreed that trust building and helping organizations build trust is the most critical thing for the organization and for us to be really focused on for the next five years. I think that's great. And, um, you know, I sort of have the opportunity to um, spend a lot of time with you, which is awesome. So I wanted to talk to you about uh, have you talk about um, when you were in Colombia and sort of that experience and, and what you learned about trust there? Well, you know, being a, a young narcotics officer, uh, you know, uh, the first thing we thought of when you heard of Colombia was uh, cocaine being transported to the United States. And so to hear the Colombians now speaking about anti-drug training to people around the world, I, I got to hear um, uh, somebody from the Col Colombian National Police in Dubai uh, speak about that. And then to be able to go to Colombia and hear what uh, Major General Vargas is doing there to build trust is just really exciting. And uh, I, I was so proud of our profession. Um, General Vargas ends every every speech with, I'm proud to be a police officer. And, uh, and I think that really makes a big statement about the work we're doing and the importance to our communities and the importance for our employees to know how, how important our work is. And so uh, I, I've taken on that, uh, I've modified a little bit. I, I say, I'm proud to be a peace officer 
but it's it's a, a great statement and I think something we should all be thinking about. I think it builds trust not only with our, our communities, but with our officers and our employees who are out there doing the work on a day-to-day basis. I really like that. I think that's a, a, a powerful statement. Um, so um, you've been um, a member of the ICP for a long time and you've been in various different leadership positions within the association. Um, talk to us a little bit about how uh, how you can get involved and maybe what some of the value is, particularly for people who um, are interested in doing more. It's very confusing, Zara, so thanks for asking that question. <laughs> uh, we always say it's a complex organization, with a lot of moving parts. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a wonderful ride. I'm proud to be a lifetime member of the organization. And um, this is the conclusion of my 10th year as an elected officer, five years as a treasurer and five years uh, as going through the chairs to become the president. It's such a great place to meet other leaders in the profession. And they're all really good quality people. And I've learned so much from, from being uh, around them. And, and uh, it's kept me ahead of the, the curve for the work we do in, in my own organization. And, uh, and so I, I felt that that time has been very, very valuable for me and for the community I serve. It'd be very easy to just stay focused at home and, and only think about what's home, going on home, but that doesn't give you any way to be proactive about what's going on, and it doesn't give you ideas on how, how to do new things for your community. So it's been a wonderful uh, trip for me, and, uh, and now as I see that kind of ending, um, I look back and really think that it's important for others to, to jump in and do this type of thing. And um, there's kind of a couple different tracks that I see. Um, one is, you know, listening to podcasts like this and kind of knowing about what's going on with the organization. Two is getting involved with your state associations and uh, and being the representative um, through your state association for one of our divisions, which is called the SACOP. And that, so that's um, state associations of chiefs of police. So each of the state organizations and they each have a representative and the president uh, participating uh, on that group for all 49 of the 50 states. So that's one kind of track is going through the SACOP side. Um, the other track that I took uh, is really um, getting involved in a committee. And um, I got involved in the committee, the Environmental Crimes Committee as a sergeant, and uh, then became the chair of that committee And when I became a chief. And then uh, and from that, that led to you know getting to know people in, in the executive board and board of directors. And uh, you know got involved with the, as a treasurer and, and now as you know, going through the chairs as, as president. So. Um, you know, we're looking for good people to join us um, and uh, anyone who wants to make a difference in the profession. For me, this has been a wonderful way to give back to the profession that's been so good to me. And so um, I encourage all to, to jump in. And as you're walking around the conference, if you see somebody with a, one of the name badges with our coin on it, uh, you know, that's one of the um, appointed or elected officers. Feel free to stop us and ask about it and how you can get involved. So. Um, and if not, uh, I think the president at the IACP.org is another way to reach out to us too. So if you want to send us an email. Absolutely. And, and I know, um, you know, everybody's busy, they've got their job, but you know, there's a lot of other, you know, you, you talked about a lot of pathways and there's other ways, you know, uh, we're always looking for people to raise their hand, whether it's through a task force or, um, joining our policy, uh, council working group, um, but I think there's a lot of a lot of good opportunities there. Yeah, you mentioned one that's a you know a way to dip your finger in a little bit, and that's uh, we have the model policies that's available for all of our members, and we need experts uh, to jump in on that. And even if you're not 100% the expert, uh, we need your opinion. 
So that's a great way to help. You can just work on one of our model policies and have some input on that. And so um, any, any way you, you think is appropriate, all the committee meetings and section meetings are available to any member. You don't have to have permission to, to go into one of those meetings. Committees are really the lifeblood of our organization. That's where many of the work products come from. And, uh, you know, the best practices, guides, and checklists that are really good for busy chiefs. And uh, so joining a committee, uh, either come to the committee meeting, which is open to anyone who wants to attend. Um, and then if that's something that you're interested in, talk to the committee chair um, about joining the committee. Uh, the presidents actually appoint the members of committees. And uh, each year, 11 committee members are appointed or reappointed. Um, and so that's a three-year term. And uh, that, that to me was really the way I learned about IECP and, and got involved and, uh, and really helped my organization be better at what we were doing um, to, to d deal with the crime matters that were facing us. And there's uh, 27 different committees on a lot of different topics. So there's probably something that you're at least interested in or an expert at, and we would love to have you participate. Um, sections are open to anyone, as you said. And they're on much more broader topics of interest uh, that you may be something that you want to get involved in. But that's another great place to meet um, people like-minded that are dealing with the same issues and you can jump in with them and, and get new ideas for yourself. It's not plagiarism if you, uh, if you give them a little credit for it, for sure. So um, that's you know, probably the best form of flattery, right? If you use somebody else's good work and, and take it into your organization, your community. Absolutely. And in addition to um, going back to the committees, in addition to, you know, talking to, you know, the committee chair or um, the president about your interest, you can always um, reach out to participate at the IACP.org um, and express your interest in joining a committee um, or learn more about the committees and sections. So I know um, it's, it's hard to sort of encapsulate your entire year um, in just one question, but what would you say is like your best highlight has been this year? Well, you know, there's a lot of detractors of our profession and it's not just in the United States. I know many places are feeling that I got that. And, uh, and so I think what I take away is that I have a lot of um, positive feelings about where the profession is going. And I'm, uh, I'm excited about the young people that are coming up in leadership roles in our profession around the world and, and I have a lot of confidence and that that's that's probably the thing that's been most resonating for me the other part that's been really surprising to me is is how much we lost those personal connections um, during COVID in a short two years two and a half years um, a lot of people have turned over in those top roles and so everywhere I've gone and around the world, people are meeting each other in person and it's just so much different the work you can get done in person uh, than, than on a Zoom or call is, is, is that just is, is not that productive. And so um, I'm sure that will be happening at this conference in Dallas. A lot of, I, I warned the staff at our all staff meeting yesterday that, uh, hey, it's gonna be hard to get people into the classrooms and, and participating. They're gonna be out in the hallways talking to their friends that they haven't seen for three years. So um, I think that's the two things that most resonated for me. Yeah, and speaking of um, getting back together in person, um, I know I'm really excited for Dallas as a staff member, you know, um, the conference is our, our, our big event that we work uh, towards, um, you know, all year round, going, going three years without having one, everyone's really excited to get back there. Uh, I mean, you and I were just at a meeting the other day and um, at the Department of Justice and, and they called it the Super Bowl for cops, which it totally is. It's the largest gathering of law enforcement. So speaking of the conference, um, 
what are some of the must-see events uh, at conferences here? Well, seeing me talk is probably the most important thing, right? No, <laughs> Absolutely. No, not at all. <laughs> so we have our opening ceremony on Saturday at 10 a.m., and so that's kind of the kickoff of everything and uh, should be really exciting. We have a general assembly on Monday, um, also at 10, and then the closing assembly on Tuesday, and then uh, the, the banquet on Tuesday evening that closes out the conference for us. Um, you know, I'm excited about uh, many of the officials coming from the U.S. government who are going to speak, people we see on the TV every day, and then a personal friend of mine who's our keynote speaker on um, Tuesday is uh, retired Colonel Greg Gadsden, who will be speaking on resiliency and leadership, and, and Greg is a great man, a great patriot, and uh, he uh, will, his, uh, comes to Vail regularly uh, to work with our Wunu warriors that come to Vail and get to experience all the exciting things that I, I get to do all the time. And, uh, and he helps them see a pathway forward for their lives. And so um, after you hear Greg, you'll, you'll be ready to, to go out and save the world. Well, I'm looking forward to that. And um, speaking of, of a lot of officials coming, um, you know, we have our, our speaker series, which is highlight uh, sessions. Um, and, and you gave a, a snapshot of a lot of um, uh, important officials that are speaking of those. Do you want to um, give a little more teaser for everybody to about what's to come on this? Sure. So uh, my first comment about uh, conferences, um, as a member, I've always been there and had a problem that there's five things I want to be doing all at the same time. But these are the five things that I would, or four things that I would really uh, encourage you to really um, make an effort to get at to. The first one is a fireside chat with DHS Secretary of Mayorkas on Saturday. And then we have a discussion with the five eyes. Uh, the five eyes are the five uh, leading English speaking uh, partners in intelligence, and that's England, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, and the US. So they'll, they'll be a representative from each of those organizations uh, talking with us. Then we have uh, Chief Robert Conti from the Washington, D.C. Police speaking about the Capitol insurrection in the United States. And then we have an emerging threats and trends in drug trafficking uh, featuring Administrator Ann Milgram from the Drug Enforcement Agency, and that's on Monday. So those are the ones that I would put a high priority on. But the best way to kind of figure out your schedule is to get download the ICP conference app. And uh, that is kind of the great way to do that. And I always pick one thing I want to be at and then a backup if that's something that I either can't make it to or something else that uh, affects me in making my decision. So that's the, that's the best thing to do. And if you go to that conference app and then go to events and pick uh, the IACP 2022, then you can build your own schedule and you can see other people who are going to be there. You can get the idea about shuttles. You can do just about everything from that. So. I really encourage people to do that now before you get to conference, and that helps you think about what you're going to be doing. Yeah, it really does help you plan out your your time there. Um, you know, you mentioned just so much going on. Um, how, as a first-timer for conference, um, what would you recommend? Um, what's some tips there? The first thing is good shoes because <laughs> you're going to be putting a lot of walking on. There is a True. walking challenge. You can track your steps. But uh, good shoes that you can uh, be comfortable in um, is the most important thing. And so then if, if you haven't been before, uh, we have a first-timers orientation that uh, would be a great starting place to, to help you navigate uh, things. And, uh, and that will really give you an idea. There's, you know, we talked about the work things, but there's a lot of fun events too. And uh, probably everybody talks about uh, the, the Chiefs Night, and that's, uh, that should be a, a fun time. Um, it's the Texas Roadshow at Gillies. And... Uh, 
and that's uh, we encourage you to wear your your cowboy up for that. So uh, come come cowboy casual or Texas chic, whatever it is for you. We'll have food and beverage and entertainment, so that should be a fun time. Um, we'd like to have you bring your patch and uh, exchange that uh, at the the patch exchange in the uh, the hub, which is one of the important things that if you need resources about the IACP, you can go to the hub or IACP Central, and uh, those will be um, good opportunities for you to find out about the work products that uh, IACP has available for you. Yeah, the hub and central is is a, a wealth of information about all of our uh, products and services. Um, you know, we have quick hit tracks, uh, but I really do encourage you, as you said, um, for, for everybody going to Dallas um, to stop by the hub and IACP central to um, really utilize those resources for you and your agencies. Yep, and that's right uh, in the area where all of our uh, vendors will be. And uh, we have over 650 companies that are participating with a waiting list of almost 200 to still get in. So they want to come talk to you about everything that you could ever want to buy in the policing world. So uh, stop by and see our vendors. You know, that's what makes this conference possible. And uh, we have actually a networking event uh, on Sunday from 3 to 5 where you can watch maybe a little bit of your favorite football team and uh, and then also check in with the vendors and, and uh, have, have a, a good conversation with them about important things that you're looking for to make your organization better. Yeah, the, the expo hall floor really every year kind of blows me away by, you know, um, all, the, all the different products and equipment. Um, it's, it's really amazing. We just talked, we talked about how um, there's so much going on. There's over, you know, 200 uh, workshops over four days, um, you know, and that sort of range from, you know, a, a quick hit from 20 minutes to 75 minutes to, um, you know, some of our, our larger speaker series that you touched on. But what are some of sort of the, the topics and different, um, you know, things that people could expect to be covered there relative to law enforcement? Well, that's a tough question. I know. <laughs> I think that pretty much every topic that you're thinking about is covered, and I'd be surprised if there's something that's uh, that that's not there. That if there's something you're looking at, but uh, we have everything from community police engagement to critical incident man management and leadership uh, responses to critical instances, innovations in policing, officer safety and wellness, which is obviously something that's really important. Uh, the officers can't do a good job out there uh, for our citizens if they're not in their best health, and recruiting, retiring, hiring, and retention. That heck, that just came up yesterday at the Department of Justice meeting we were at, and uh, and really all those training options and use of force and how to deal with the violent crime that we're seeing across this world. So yeah. lots to, to see and do. If you're at one of the ICP hotels, there's a bus service, uh, you know, to the conference venue, so you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, getting a cab or something like that. So um, feel free to use our bus system. Uh, it's important uh, that we run that for you, and it runs about every 20 minutes uh, from your hotel starting Friday at 1 p.m. till, and then Saturday through Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And so, there will be buses that take you to Chief's Night, too. There will so. be buses for Chief's Night, so yeah. no need to, to uh, drive yourself for sure. Yeah, and um, Dallas is a really great city. Um, uh, you know, I, I know we'll be hearing from um, Chief Garcia, um, you know, but I really encourage everybody who's there to not only take advantage of the conference, but take advantage of all the great things the city has to offer as well. Yeah, we're excited to be in Dallas. Uh, the chiefs there are excited about having us, I know. And uh, and uh, it's been more decades since we've been to Dallas for a conference. So we're we're excited about this opportunity and uh, looking forward to seeing everybody on Monday night all cowboyed up or cowgirled yeah. up. So. 
So I mentioned how excited staff is for, for the big annual conference, which is our, our big event. Um, but if you can attend that, that's not the only event we have. We have um, many other conferences that are sort of, um, you know, tailored to other um, specific specialties. Do you want to talk a little bit about those and, and what people might have to look forward to? Yeah, Sarah, uh, there, there's so many other things that we're doing. Uh, we have some really big conferences around technology and impaired driving and traffic safety. And um, we have, you know, meetings that uh, bring all the committees and sections together. So there's a lot of other things going on in the IECP. So if you can't make it to this conference in Dallas, then that look at one of the, the other conferences. We say smaller, but there's still close to a thousand people at many of this. And the officer safety and wellness is going to break a thousand next year. And so that's that's for sure um, an exciting opportunity. Um, a little teaser alert, uh, next year's conference is going to be in San Diego, and that's always a popular uh, place to, to go to. So if you can't make it to Dallas, we hope to see you in San Diego. Um, me too. Um, I hope everyone is joining us in Dallas. Um, and uh, I think, you know, this has been just a great conversation. Um, you really have had a, a great year, um, and I'm excited for, uh, as you said, what's to come for the profession. So I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Sarah. And I'm excited about not only the profession, but uh, this organization. It's been a great run, and I'm 100% confident that the incoming Chief John Letney will be an excellent president for our organization and continue to move us ahead. So thank you to you and the staff for all you do for us and uh, making us a better profession around the world. Thank you, President Henninger.